This is the Take Your Meds podcast, your safe space to explore how you can brighten up your life from the inside out. We're diving deep into the different medicine millennials take to turn their light on. Season one gives some insights into how you can navigate your quarter life crisis and find the confidence to be your authentic self. On this episode, I sit down with my beautiful sister, Hayley Jones. Listen in to hear how connecting to motherhood and movement turns into medicine. Kia ora and welcome back to the Take Your Meds podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Rose, and I use she, her pronouns. Today, I'm sitting down for a conscious conversation with Hayley Jones, who uses she, her pronouns, all the way from Brisbane, Australia. And I'm so excited to be having this conversation tonight with her because she is a really inspiring woman, a woman that I really look up to. Even though she's my little sister. <laughs> and she's a mum of two beautiful angels, Evie and Layla. She is wife to Warren. And she's just like an all-round go-getter. She's someone who dreams big and takes action. So I'm really excited to be sitting down and having this podcast tonight. So kia ora and welcome, Haley. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me on the podcast. <laughs> so exciting. Um, so just wanted to start off by saying thank you. And what's alive for you at the moment? Um, look, there's a bit going on. Just juggling mum life. I've just recently started back working for my husband. Uh, which is exciting, um, and I've just super recently started something for myself, Ooh. Um, which is so exciting. Um, I've been wanting to do something for a while now, probably a few years actually, so I'm so excited that I've got a few things in the works there. Eek. Are we going to talk about it? Like what's the vibe? What's happening? Um, I know it's so annoying when people be like, oh, I've um, got things in the works. It's a secret. Can't tell you. Want to tell you. But um, no, we can talk about it. It's just, it's basically going to be like a online store tailored to baby and toddler um clothes and toys and um just other kind of accessories super like boutique vibe um mm. yeah so I'm super excited about that I'm just kind of putting the feelers out there to see what brands I want to stock and getting samples and logos and all that good stuff um mm. so that is taking up a lot of my time since just as long with the general life stuff, it's quite a lot at the moment. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Being a mum of two, that is huge. Obviously, I just have Mr. Malachi, but I literally cannot even imagine another one. Like, oh, I'm good. I'm good with one. I was good with one too. Um, and then somehow I've got two. Uh, no, I lo love them both. But little Layla did just, my littlest did just start daycare two weeks ago, um, just a couple of days, which is so exciting and literally like immediate relief for me, um, weight off my shoulders for those two days. So that's super nice. Yeah. That's life changing as a mum to get that time back and to then just have the spaciousness to even think like, what am I going to do with this? Like, what possibilities and opportunities does this open up? I know you're diving into Warren's business a little bit, your husband's business, which is great. You've, obviously, that's something you've both built. Um, but it's so cool to hear you wanting to bring your own dreams to life and that now's the time, you know, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what I would love us to do before we actually dive in is just do – Something to really ground us and bring us into the space. So I have my um, Work Your Light Oracle card deck by Rebecca uh, Campbell. 
And what I want to do is just really tune in, really take a few deep breaths and just really arrive in the present moment and see what comes through for this session for, for you as you speak your truth. So I'm just kind of like going to take a minute and um, pull a card for the session. So if you just want to join me in closing down your eyes and just taking a couple of really deep breaths into your womb and your belly, like really breathe in through your nose and feel it go down. Take those deep belly breaths and then breathe out through your mouth and do that a couple of times together. So in through your nose. And I just want us to let go of any expectations, any ideas about what we think this will be, and just fully be present to our truth and um, whatever messages needs to come through. So we get to let go of anything that doesn't serve us in the space, and we just invite in an intention for authenticity. I kind of feel like there's two cards. There's two. There's two. Is there usually just one or? There's just one usually. So here we go. We've got two. Warrior woman and you're already doing it. Oh, okay. These are what have come through. So you're already doing it. This is a really interesting card. Um, this is kind of like a confirmation card. Stop overthinking. Keep facing your true north. Don't question things so much. You're on the right track. You are facing the right way. Stop overthinking it. It's happening and you're closer than you think. You are exactly where you need to be and things are moving at perfect speed. Don't rush it. Now's not the time to be impatient. Now's the time to walk steady. There's no rush. What you are building is being built. What you have planted soon will blossom. With every new day, a new brick is being laid. You've come a long way. The foundations are steady. Now all that's needed is for you to trust and keep walking forward. If a thought that things should be moving faster enters your head, that's just your ego comparing your rising to someone else. Comparison's not your friend. Stay in your lane, water your own garden, knowing that your time to bloom will soon come. Oh, I like that. Mm. Does anything come up for you as uh, I read that out? Um, I feel like the first thing that came to my mind was definitely my my little business. I feel like I, oh, I've got to like rush, not rush, but, you know, like I've got to do, I've got to be doing things, you know, like every single day I've got to be researching or I've got to be ordering samples or like trying to really do it maybe a bit too speedy where, and so I'm finding, like I said, I'm becoming really overwhelmed with like everything else, not just, you know, I don't just have time for the business. I've got to do everything else. So, um, yeah, I think I need to just slow it down a bit and, you know, not let it consume me so much. And it, like the card said, it'll happen when it happens. And, um, yeah, I really think that that is very accurate. Love, love. And I suppose too, as well, being a mum, it's sometimes you feel like you're not doing enough, but actually your whole day is filled with moments where you're doing everything that they need and that's actually quite a lot, you know. So yeah, I literally had the biggest breakdown on um Monday because I that's exactly right. You just I just was like I'm doing that, like I'm not doing enough. I'm not there for them enough. But like you just said, like you're literally doing everything. I'm like, how can I be doing everything but feel like I'm doing nothing? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that all the time. And then I just have to look at Malachi and see how happy he is. And I'm like, I'm literally, like, all of his basic needs are met and then some. Like, we get to connect, we get to play. He has the best food. Like, this kid's got it all. 
you know, but I just feel like maybe sometimes I feel productive when I'm doing a lot of things like with people or ticking off big jobs or big tasks, but actually the biggest task and job that I could ever do in a day is just meet Malachi where he's at with so much love but that doesn't always feel like it's like a big thing you know yeah for sure I definitely agree with that yeah Mm, divine message okay Mm. Mm, no it's different okay so now we've got the warrior woman okay warrior woman have you answered your deepest calling you are here for a reason You are being called to bravely pave a path. Have you answered your highest and deepest calling? Living a heart and soul-led life is not all fluffy and smooth sailing. Living a heart and soul-led life requires courage to triumph over fear. So often our fears are the gatekeepers to our greatest gifts, and the more resistance we have towards answering a call, the more important it is for our soul's growth. Sometimes fear is an indication that we are facing the right way. Joan of Arc was known for her courage and her famous line, I'm not afraid, I'm born to do this. But the thing about courage is that it is not possible without fear. So if you're feeling afraid, what is needed is courage. And courage comes from living from the heart. Think of your fears as opportunities to expand rather than the things that are holding you hostage. If you look at your fears in this light, then, as uncomfortable as it may feel, it's actually a sign you're on the right track. Have you answered your deepest calling? That's an interesting one as well. I feel like a few things definitely come to mind with that. Spill the tea. What comes through? Um, I feel like, again, back to my business and with the girls, I feel like for so long... Well, not for so long, ever since I'd had Evie, I just kind of told myself, like, you don't get to have a career, like, you know, your job is being a mum and your time will come when the girls go to school and, yeah, like, for the minute, you know, you like, every, everything that you do and everything in your life is, like, about them, you know, mm-hmm. and I would always be feel so guilty when I would literally do anything literally anything, you know, go out with friends or whatever. I would always be thinking about them and always feel so bad. And, um, like I'd want, I'd been wanting to send Layla to daycare for a while, but again, feeling guilty and being scared that she'll look back and be like, Oh, well, how come my sister started daycare when she was two and I started daycare when I was one, like, so like silly things, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like over the last year, I've just really, realize that you know you only have this one life like that simple we've only got one life and do I want to look back and be like wow why the fuck did I like do that why did I be at home miserable not that I'm miserable but you know just dragging my feet day to day with the kids because I feel like that's what I'm like supposed to do you know Mm -hmm. um when you know, I can have an amazing career just as much as Warren does. Like, and I've seen, I think that's another thing I've seen him build his building company from the ground up and it's so successful and just soaring. And I was like, why, why can't I have that? But it's like, I can, um, but you know, I need, I need to obviously make it happen. And, um, so that's what I'm trying to do. So I just need to let go of those little fears of daycare and feeling guilty and, um, just you know those kinds of things because I really want the girls to see that you know the woman can go to work and be the breadwinner just as much as the male can you know that's so inspiring so the deepest calling is actually for you about responding to your own dreams and getting rid of the limiting beliefs that are holding you back from making them happen And being like, you know what, I can be a mum and my girls can go to daycare or kindy or whatever and I get to have the space space and spaciousness to make my dreams a reality as well. And that is just really, really beautiful and fuck yes to women dreaming big and taking action. And I feel like it doesn't have to be an either or. It can be 
a both and, you know, I, there's an Oprah saying that's like, um, you can do it all, just not all at once. And there's a way to be able to compartmentalize and break down the dream and break down being a mum and marry the two together. That feels good for you. And so that's just beautiful and I'm here for it. So really beautiful guidance and wisdom coming through for us. And so the purpose of this podcast is to really dive into how young adults navigate their quarter life crisis. Like what does it mean to actually find your authentic self? What even is your authentic self? And like, how can you live a life that feels good? Like, it's not about being obsessed with like being happy, but it is about feeling aligned and feeling like you can navigate the storms because you really have a good relationship with yourself and you know who you are. So the first question I'm keen to dive into is what does it mean for you to turn your light on, to be authentic? I feel like to be fully me, I need to you know, making sure that my, like acknowledging my needs and um, just making sure that daily I'm doing things that I want to do that, yeah, that make me my authentic self, I guess. So, you know, I like to wake up and I like to go to the gym and um, is this like kind of what you're meaning? Yeah, you're on it. Like what things do I do to <laughs> You're you're on it. I feel like there's no wrong answers here, but also I'm like, is this the wrong answer? <laughs> oh no. This is a um perfectionism free zone. So you just get to say whatever you feel is true and good for you. Like as these different questions come through, just think like, oh, what what's what's the first thing that comes to mind? You know, don't overthink it too much. Yeah. Oh, I feel like like I said, over the last year I've grown so much since having my second child and I feel like I've really gone like really you know sat with myself and my thoughts and gone what basically that yeah like what what do I value and who do I want in my life and what things do I want to be doing and what do I want to be eating and literally everything to be my most authentic self and just to like be my best self Mm. um and I feel like I've like let go of friendships and like let go of um some limiting limiting beliefs like I feel like I had not so many limiting beliefs around things but like you know subconsciously I I probably didn't even realize that things that I was thinking were limiting me from being my best self you know Mm -hmm. um so yeah, I just do things for me. Like I said, I like to go to the gym every day. I like to eat really well and nourish my body with good foods and, you know, making sure I'm socializing with people who I leave the social setting not feeling like that was fucked and I'm really drained and like just leaving like leaving a catch up being like I need a bloody another catch up to like recover from that one. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like I had a couple of friendships that were just like that and when I would hang out with them if they would come over I'd be like oh my god it's like having another child here and it's doing absolutely nothing for me and we're just talking about shit that I don't care about and like do you know what I mean um yeah I think there's a there's definitely for me in that like I'm just like with one kid trying to make sure that I have you know get my basic needs met how do you find the time or make the time to to do those things that really set you up for success I feel like a lot of people would be in a similar boat of like I don't have time how do you make the time how do you find the time what goes through your mind to make it happen when you get up at 4 a.m to go to the gym I and it really frustrates me when people say I don't have the time because I'm like you do. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. And, you know, it's like, what are you going to do to make that 24 hours count? And 
I think it sounds really blunt and maybe a bit like insensitive, but at the end of the day, if you have a goal or you want something to happen, then you will get up and you will make it happen. And I like really think it's that simple. Of course, there'll be roadblocks or barriers or whatever, but um, you know, you just work through them. So for instance, yeah, like I set my alarm for 4.45 in the morning, I get up. Of course I'm tired. Of course people always say, oh, but how are you motivated? How can you bother? I'm like, well, I can't be bothered. I'm not motivated, but it's just these little habits that I've created. So I just don't even think about it. My alarm goes off. I get up, I go to the gym. I leave the gym every single time feeling amazing. Like my mental health is like in check. It's set for the day. Um, I'm ready to go, you know, and then at night, you know, once the kids are in bed, of course, I just want to sit down and put my feet up and relax and watch bloody Grey's Anatomy. But, um, you know, if that means I've got to prep, um, kindy lunches or prep food for myself, um, to make sure that, you know, the next day, you know, the next morning runs smoother, I'm not rushing and fussing with the kids and we're not fighting and, you know, because I've made the lunch and, you know, prepped my food for the next day. So I'm not like, oh, fuck, I don't have anything healthy to eat. So I'm just going to eat something shit and then I'm going to feel bad about myself. And Do you know what I mean? Like I just make it happen and it's just really that simple to me. And, yeah. Mm, It's really interesting. I don't know if I've ever asked you for your human design type have you ever done like have you ever done a quiz and put in like the time you're born where you're born the date you're born to find out what your human design is yeah I think I have done that but I have no idea like I can't remember what it was do you know what I mean yeah it'd be interesting because I'm a generator I think that you'd be a generator as well or a manifesting generator I'd be curious so you're definitely someone that that is like hits the hay at the end of the hits the bed hits the hay whatever the saying is at the end of the day having just given the day you're all oh literally yeah I feel like of course some days you know slower than others or whatever but I feel that to my soul like my head hits the pillow and I'm like you fucking did it like you did it all you left nothing out you know um but then but also I think that can be sometimes I feel like I need you know, you can do too much. I'm like, go, go, go. I need to be doing this. I need to be doing that. Like, I can't just sit down and, you know, be unproductive for like an hour because no, I need to. So I feel like sometimes I need to get in check after my Monday breakdown. Um, I was like, you know, I just need to get in check and be like, it's okay. The washing can wait. Like I don't, I said to my husband, like, I'm like, I'm so sick of being in the kitchen and cleaning and unpacking the dishwasher and packing the dishwasher you know, I'm just over it. And I was just, I'm not doing it. Like I'm not, I'm packing the dishwasher today. Like, cause you just, I feel like you just take on two more. Cause I'm like, I must be productive. Otherwise I don't know. I just, I get guilty, you know, which is stupid. And I should like, you know, I shouldn't. Yeah. yeah I've gone on, I've been on a really interesting journey with the productivity thing and feeling like my value and worth is connected to how productive I can be and how much I can create, how much I can give, how much I can do and that, yeah, by just kind of giving myself the ability to take a step back a little bit more in the day-to-day, I feel like sometimes I can be on autopilot just like moving through the motions of doing and when I learned to kind of take a step back and look at myself doing, I could make some separation between like I'm actually not what I do because I can observe what I'm doing. So I'm not that. And so, yeah, that's been a really like healing journey to just learn to give myself a permission slip to just go with whatever feels good and right in a day. But it is still sometimes a balance between like, oh, am I making excuses here or is this a stretch zone for me? And I'm still kind of in that learning phase but yeah I I'd be really keen to find out what your human design yeah me too I'll I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the quiz after this and I'll tell you yeah I'll link you I'll link you it's so good it's um yeah really exciting I'm doing a reading with T.A. Gardner later this month on my human design so yeah T is amazing in this space 
Um, I kind of am keen to keep going with this, like, turning your light on, finding your authentic self space. Do you think that you could pinpoint a time where you're like, that's when I turned my light on, that's when I became authentically Hayley? Um, I don't know if I can pinpoint, like, a specific 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 time but I feel like it was definitely after I had Layla I I was just kind of like um maybe like I'm I'm not much of a people pleaser you know I don't really care if people don't like what I say or do whatever but I feel like I was just like I'm just sick of nonsense and I don't know if it's because I literally didn't have the time with two kids but I was just like I literally my time is so short um, I want to do what I want to do and I want to hang out with who I want to hang out with. And I just am sick of making excuses. Um, you know, like the time is now and yeah, like I feel like when, um, I just had Evie, my oldest, I, I feel like I was just, I don't really know how to explain it, but I would do things for me, you know, it's not like I wouldn't do anything, but, you know, it would come to even like a Sunday, you know, and that's really my husband's only day off. Um, And, you know, I would feel bad to even ask, oh, you know, is it okay if I just quickly go for a walk by myself, like for half an hour, like, can I leave either here? And I just wouldn't even ask him. And then, and and he obviously has no idea then that I'm wanting to go for a walk, you know, or whatever I'm wanting to do. And then in turn, I would almost resent him. Do you know what I mean? I bet I'm with this child all the time. Of course I would have help here and there, you know, um, but I would never really make plans on the weekend with my friends or, um, you know, I would never just be like to a friend, oh, what are you doing? Do you want to go for dinner tonight? Um, I would never do anything like that because I just, I mean, I don't even, now that I look back, I'm like, I don't even know why, um, you know, and then I think after I had Layla and then I, and then whenever I did ask Warren, oh, um, like, I'm going to go do this. So I'm going to do that. Oh, of course, every time he would be like, yeah, like, of course it's fine. You know, go and don't rush back, you know, but I still was like, no, you don't deserve to, you don't deserve to go for a walk alone. Like, no, you don't need to go and hang out with your friends. Like, and because I would just see Warren slugging his guts out, you know, like Monday to Sunday, I would be like, you deserve anything, you know, like, but I'm just here just being a mom, stay at home mom, you know, I I don't. Do you know what I mean? But you're slugging your guts out all day and it's not even Monday to Sunday daytime hours. Being a mum is literally like every moment of being awake and asleep. Like you're on, you're on, you're getting up to feed. And then even in the day, you're like literally every second of being awake is putting their needs before yours, making sure they're fed, nappies are sorted, clothes are done, washing's done. Like it's just endless the amount of work that goes into being a mum just for one kid. Why do you think that you weren't able to value the work that you were doing? honestly I just don't even know and I would just tell myself like these are such basic tasks like um you know I think the only thing was like oh I was like oh you know it's yeah I get up in the night you know that's I deserve something for that do you know what I mean but I was just like these are all basic tasks like look at those look at these mothers that and you know I would definitely be guilty of scrolling Instagram and seeing these like working moms and I'm like, they're working and they have kids like, and they're socialized. And I'd be like, I'm flat out just like with, you know, doing the bare basics here. I like, um, you know, I don't need a break. I'm, you know, get it together. You're fine. But then I feel like after I had Layla, my second, and um, she was a shocking sleeper. Um, and I think, I don't know. I just really went one day. Wow. I do a lot, um, 
you know, yeah, I was just like, wow, I do a lot. Like I do everything for these kids. I make all their food. I And you make all the food from scratch, you know, like I love an organic pouchy. <laughs> you never got, oh, look, everyone loves, don't get me wrong, I've got those pouches. But, um, yeah, like I remember thinking eat, my oldest did not eat something out of a packet, dare I say, for the first year of her life. And I remember my mother-in-law gave her cake one time before I could even be like, oh, my God, don't do that. And I think I cried in the car on the way home. I was just like the, the expectations I had for myself was just like wild. And it's like why did, why did I have these expectations? Like where did I get them from? Why do you know what I mean? Like why did I feel, why did I feel the need to just burn myself out? And then I'm so burnt out that I'm just like a bitchy wife and, you know, I'm like a, my fuse is so short for the kids. Like it just didn't make sense. I was like, something's got to give like, and that's when I, you know, after I had Layla, I, she was six, around six weeks. And I was like, right, I need to exercise again, like exercising just you know, I could do the shortest little workout at home and feel like shit before it and I would do it and I'd be like, right, my brain's clearer. What are we doing for the day? Do you know what I mean? So I was like, right, what's around me that I can take a kid to and exercise? Um, and I found this gorgeous little Pilates studio um, around the corner from me in Camp Hill, if anybody, well, if anyone from Australia wants to know. Um, and it was life-saving. Honestly, I could Layla would be in the other room and I was back just like moving my body and um, like the old, like, like the old Hayley would have never, I would have been like, it's so overpriced. I don't need to go. I can just do something at home, you know, like just make all these excuses before I'm even there. I'm already like making excuses, you know, and I was just like, you know what? No, I'm going to go. I deserve it. It's, you know, a couple times a week just do it, you know, um, and then it just, you know, it just kind of flowed from there. I was just, the weekend would come and I'd be like, yeah, Warren, I'm going to do this. Um, you know, I'm going to pop out and do this or I'm going to go see my friend and do that. And I would just, as time would go on, I would just feel less and less guilty, you know, or like I don't deserve that or, you know, um, yeah, just, being more in line with, you know, what are the things I want to do? What do I value? What do, you know, and I, and Warren's really guilty of, he burns himself out as well. He is like the last person to fill his own cup up, you know. I'm like, mm. you got to fill your own cup up first because otherwise you just literally have nothing to give yeah. anybody else. And then, you know, I think that's when like resentment and, yeah. um, you know, there's like negative like that negative energy and feelings and things can just like overcome you and you just get in that space, you know, I don't know if you've ever been in it. I've definitely been it, and you're just in a rut and you're like going through the motions. Yeah. You've, you've given more than you wanted to. And then you're upset because you've given more and it feels like people have taken more or the world's taken more but then you're actually upset at yourself as well for giving more than what you had to give yeah that's really that is really true exactly and it's really true, exactly. really, really hard to reconcile because you realize that you are the root cause of your suffering yeah, and like exactly. it's only when you give yourself the permission slip like you said like you know, Warren's always been, yes, of course. And then there was always opportunities or things to engage in that felt really good for you. But no one was coming with a permission slip to be like, you know, whoop, 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 Hayley, we know you want to go to Pilates. Let's go. You know, like you had to say, I want to do Pilates. It feels good for me. This is what I need to be alive. This is what makes me feel good, you know, and it was only when it came from you that it could all flow. So I suppose like for different people listening, it may not necessarily be a Pilates class. It may be something else that you're like, actually, I really want to do this thing. And I guess I just want to invite you to think about how you can give yourself a permission slip to go and do that thing that you feel called to do or try or 
like self-love on yourself and that you're actually so worthy of it and to just give it a go and see what might happen, what magic might unfold. What would you say, Haley, has been really like medicinal for you in your journey of discovering your authentic self? Like we talk about medicine on this podcast as things beyond a primary health model of like, I see a doctor, the doctor gives me some paracetamol for some pain and then my pain goes away. Medicinal or medicine that you've discovered, maybe your Pilates class, it may be exercising. Like what would you say are the things for you that have really empowered you to be healthy, empowered you to feel alive in being who you really are. Mm, I feel like it's definitely exercise for me. Um, but and it hasn't I haven't always been so into like exercise and health and wellness and like I haven't definitely haven't prioritized that my whole life. Um, I've just kind of educated myself over the years around you know certain foods and things like that and also I want to be able to keep up with my two kids and you know, so I, if I'm feeling overwhelmed or having a bad day or just brain fog or whatever, literally I just need to move my body, whatever the exercise may be. And I just truly feel amazing. Like I think exercise is so underrated. Oh, totally. Even through COVID, I remember jumping on a video call with you. Yes, we did a couple of those um, little, like, video workouts. Oh, my gosh, the video workouts, even just for 20 minutes. Like, you know, the, you, I could find 20 minutes in the day, and, yeah, it was really fucking hard, but I've never, ever moved my body and regretted it. There's never been a session. Never been a session I've regretted. So I think what's really interesting to understand, though, is, like, I think for me, my journey with exercise and movement has been that I've resisted it a lot and I only over the last probably 16 months have developed a relationship that I love with like moving my body and physical movement and why did you why do you think you resisted it like do do you think there's a reason that you can think of or yeah I think I resisted it because I didn't love myself enough to um, value my body, my vessel as the like container for my soul. Like, I don't know. I just feel like I had a lot of self-worth and self-confidence, self-esteem issues. And I think I just got to a point where I was like, you know what? It's time to get healthy. It's going to be hard and I think what I've discovered by kind of going consistently to a gym over the last, I don't know, 16 months is that it's not necessarily about moving my body. It is that, but it's also about I can do hard things and that when I feel like quitting and I feel like giving up and I feel like I don't want to do it anymore, I do it anyways. And that shows me a reference point of what I can do outside of the gym that when life gets hard, a situation is challenging, I don't feel like doing things anymore, I know I can push through and keep doing it. And so that's what I've loved about exercise and my weight loss journey. And just, it's not really about the weight loss. It's more about like how I feel. It's not necessarily about, you know, being a size six and like super skinny and whatever. I feel like it Maybe used to be about that for me, but I feel like for sure now I'm definitely not the, you know, fittest or like, you know, smallest or tonedest or whatever I've ever been. But I feel like mentally I I go to the gym now because it mentally makes me feel good. I don't go to the gym because I want to lose five kilos or do you know what I mean? And I that's why I fuel my body with good food because – I want to feel good, not because I want to lose weight or whatever. And don't you love like, you know, if you've, I think you've found like a good gym that you go to regularly, like when you go and you know, you're surrounded by like, like-minded people who are there for the same reason. And it's like, 
you know, just like a motivating environment, like, and everyone hypes each other up and like, I just love starting my day that way. Yeah. I love, if you're in Hamilton and you're a mum. Are you going to give me a, um, just a travel tip? Wow. You know what? Shout out tailored health and performance mums and bubs class. That literally is the space where I found confidence to do a workout, get to know a gym, fall in love with my body and love it for everything that it did to bring Malachi into this world. So shout out Tailored Health and Performance. Oh, I love it. Honestly, I wish I've told you before. I think I asked you the other day, do you know what a wellness coach is or something? Like, I just wish I could help everybody get on that wellness journey, like get on that fitness train because they won't ever want to get off because you just feel so amazing. But it's so hard to to get there you know I have so many friends who are like literally run me through your day you wake up what are you exercising what do you do you know what I mean and I'm like just what I do is not going to work for you you need to find what works for you um but I'm the first person to like drag my friend along down to the gym and um I'm there like hyping strangers up like I'm literally I love it like I love it yeah I think there's definitely for me at the start of it I was like oh this is this is too hard. I'm never going to get there. I've got so much to go. I put on 35 kilos when I was pregnant with Malachi and, you know, I was 105 kilos on due date. And I just thought this is, I'm just not ever going to get there. But it was literally what I discovered through movement. It was literally the small things you do consistently that are going to make the difference. But the same thing applies outside of the gym to life. It's it's not the big one-off changes that you make every now and then. It's the consistent habits that you make each day that create the biggest transformation in the long run. And so, yeah, I really, I really love all the different lessons that you can learn from moving your body at a gym or cycling or whatever it is that feels good for you. There's just so many other lessons that can come from that. Um, Something I'm keen to explore though, something that I really admire about you is your, um, I don't know, I just feel like you really love yourself enough to not tolerate any shit. And I feel like that applies to like your medicine being health and like physical movement. Like I'm curious to understand if you're aware of what the beliefs are or what the habits are that you've cultivated within yourself that create, I don't want to say high standards, but like. Oh, I think I would. I would say like no bullshit, you know, like you're not tolerating stuff in your life that doesn't serve your dreams. So I'm just curious to understand if you've got any awareness around beliefs or habits or perspectives or mindsets that you have that have meant that you you lovingly, lovingly hold yourself to a higher standard and don't let so much bullshit in. Mm, I feel like I'm definitely consciously aware that I do that, you know, that I like don't like deal with bullshit, you know. Um, I don't know if it's just from, I feel like it is, it's, you know, I feel like I had, I don't want to say too much about it, but I feel like I maybe had one particular experience when I was younger um, in a relationship, maybe we'll just say that. Um, and I was treated like pretty poorly. And literally from that, I was just like, you know what? That was actually really not okay. And I just wasted like a year and a half and I'm young. Like, and I think ever since literally that moment, um, I was just like, nah, not like if it's not good enough, it's not good enough. And, you know, I'm, and I feel like I'm doing all these things and putting in all this effort, like on my end for me, you know, whether that be exercising and nourishing my body and, um, you know, making sure my cups fill up and being a good mom and all these things. I'm just like, if you're not like being at my level that I know I deserve, then it's then by basically, you know, um, with no bad blood, like, um, you know, like I said, I've, I've kind of drifted from a couple of friendships, maybe in the past year and 
Um, you know, it, it wasn't like hateful fights and, you know, cute, you know, over big fallouts and dramatic and things like that. It was literally, I'm at this point in my life and you're at that point in your life and that's fine. We absolutely don't have to be doing the same thing or whatever, but I just know that, you know, the way you're treating me, all the things that you're doing, it's just not really good enough. And, um, I'm not wasting any more energy and time on this and I'm letting it go and I'm moving on. And it's that. And I think, again, it comes back to the fact that I literally don't have time for, um, nonsense. Like I just don't have time for it. It's so good. Like it's so powerful to be able to value yourself enough to say, hang on, I actually deserve someone to match me at my frequency, at my level and meet me where I'm at because I value what I'm doing for myself as well and what I'm bringing into this world. And I'm just curious, like, what do you think? Because I know of so many situations that I've been in and people that I know have been in where they'll make excuses so that they get the love and the connection of like, oh, you know, I know that that's not good, but I'm going to stay anyways because what if I don't find someone else? Or I'm going to um, continue on in this cycle even though I know it's dysfunctional because no one else loves me, no one else accepts me, or I can't be myself with anyone else. Like, what kind of advice would you have for people in that kind of situation? I just think and I think also like it's it's way easier said than done as well at the end of the day I just want to say that you know it's sometimes easier said than done but I think you know for instance you know if you're in a relationship and you're so unhappy but you don't want to leave because you know you you might don't want to be alone or you don't know what else is out there you that's the thing you literally don't know what else is out there and you know you staying in that situation or environment or scenario or whatever is holding you back from, you know, so many opportunities could be passing you by, but like you're just not even acknowledging them because you're not open to them, you know, you're just stuck in whatever you're stuck in, whatever that situation may be, and it's going to be scary and it's going to be uncomfortable and it's not going to be nice probably initially, but imagine how amazing, I just think imagine how amazing you'll feel Um once you get to where you're meant to be. Do you know what I mean? If that makes sense. Yeah. It kind of seems like you've got a really strong growth mindset. Do you know much about like growth mindset? Um, no, (laughs) it's something that's probably just innate for you, which is kind of like, it's a, it's a perspective on the world. That's like, how might I find the possibility rather than there is no possibility. Yeah, for sure. I was talking to somebody that was starting a um a new job this week and she was saying, you know, she's got so much anxiety and um, you know, XYZ around the job and um and there there's always that that feeling, you know, there's, there's nothing worse when you're starting a new job, you don't know anyone, A, you don't know anything, B. But um, you know, I was just like, imagine like this amazing opportunity has come up. You've just nailed this amazing job. Um, you know, be uncomfortable for a couple of weeks, you know, and be nervous and whatever, because, you know, who God knows where you'll be in a month, like two months, you know, you could have a promotion and be on pay rise and, you know, so many more opportunities could come up. Like it's okay to be scared and nervous and have anxiety or whatever, you know, but then don't let that, just don't let that hold you back from opportunities and just life really, because you'll look back in 20 years and be like, well, fuck me. I'm just bloody doing the same thing that I was doing 20 years ago. Like, you know, Yeah, it's really, I really hear what you're saying and I definitely know that as someone that experiences mental distress from time to time, as much as you really want to be able to pick that up and try that on, it can be really hard. Oh, absolutely. And and I'm aware that like my mindset is just so, it can be so like just blank, like just so black and white. So, you know, just do it or don't do it. But it's not always like that for people, you know. know? For for us neurodiverse humans, 
Um, but it's definitely something that is really cool to see that you've really cultivated. And I guess now at this point, it's probably a subconscious competence. It's something you don't even have to think about doing or trying to do. It's just your default in difficult situations is to think about how will I grow? What can I discover? What are the opportunities? And that definitely takes a lot of inner work, a lot of inner reflection, a lot of self-healing, a lot of obstacles to overcome because it certainly can be a lot more comfortable to stay in um, a space of disempowerment, even though you don't want to, it's comfortable. So yeah, I love that about you. I love how empowered you are. And I love um, that a lot of that empowerment comes from within and that that's something that I think a lot of women are going to be really inspired by. And I think, um, I just thought, sorry, I just thought, I think as well, maybe I want to, I don't, not maybe, I think I definitely do. I want to be a role model for my girls, you know, and I want them to, obviously, you know, they'll know life's going to be hard and it's going to be scary and things are going to happen that we don't like and be out of our control, but also what are you going to do with that? You know, are you going to, you know, get uncomfortable and make things happen. And, you know, I just want to like build that resilience, I guess, like even from their young age. Um, Yeah. And I, I think that's so important. And with that, it's also just knowing that all those feelings are valid and that you don't have to suppress them. You don't have to make them wrong you don't have to feel bad about them like when shitty things happen they're fucking shitty and it's like giving yourself some space to process that and then go okay what will I do with this how will this shape me and what does it open me up to moving forward in terms of helping other people as well which I think is a really interesting thing and something that I've really discovered a lot of purpose and meaning through when I look back on my really hard situations and experiences that have happened, uh, after actually feeling them and experiencing them and moving through them, that they've actually become part of my purpose and helping others is, um, yeah, just knowing that everything is for a reason and has a higher purpose. So that's been really beautiful. I I'm really keen to wrap us up with one final question, which is what would your advice be to young adults navigating their quarter life crisis? Okay. Well, I think the very first thing that just comes to my mind is what you mentioned earlier about, you know, it doesn't have to be big, bold actions and things. Just start doing the small things every day, make them habits, you know, um, and I feel like very, maybe, um, is the word embody, embody my mindset of just no bullshit, you know, like as you get older, I feel like your tolerance like gets less and less anyways for, um, you know, nonsense. So yeah, just don't, don't stand for people's bullshit and just realize that you do deserve the best and you do deserve it. Like, bloody 10 out of 10 in all aspects of your life. And if anything or anyone in your life is not serving you at that level that you bloody well deserve and know that you should have, then, um, you know, think about, is this right for me? Is this the right, you know, is this the right work environment for me? Is this the right group of friends? Is this, you know, and, um, don't just sit in your shit, like make things happen, you know, make changes and, yeah, even if they're small, just make things happen, you know? I do know. I love it. Don't sit in your shit. Well, literally, yeah, there's nothing worse than just, you know, you're having a bad day and you're just like, oh, it's like three o'clock and you're like, oh, my God, I've just been like sitting in this shit energy and like vibe all day and you're just drained and over it. Like why on earth would you want to do that every single day? Obviously, I, you know, I just always tell myself when anyone asks for advice, because I'm just so, like we said, black and white, you know, I know it's easier said than done um, mm. sometimes. But, yeah, like, fuck, why do you want to do that every day? Just be in that 
shit, you know, so what can you do to, is it waking up literally 10 minutes earlier and getting some fresh air, standing out the front of your house? Is it literally, you know, just the smallest thing um, that will make, you know, the big differences? Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. And I think sometimes people think, you know, like, I need to go and live on the other side of the planet for six months and literally then I will be okay. And actually sometimes it's like, you know, and this is literally advice to myself. Sometimes it's like, sweetie, have you had two liters of water today? Like you're, you're not at a level where we're going on a trip. You're at the level of like, have you had eight hours sleep? Have you had two liters of water? Have you had three whole meals like sometimes I think we we believe the answer is like some huge massive transformational experience and it's like sometimes we just need to get back to the basics and have a look at the fundamentals of like what can I do with what I've got in this situation and where can I get really real with how I'm not actually supporting myself I've definitely been in places where I can't get out of bed and it's too hard that like breaks my heart like when people just I'm like how can I help you please give me a task what can I do to help you um let me help you please that is a generated thing like I just I I just literally I know it's really hard and I feel like that's um Um, really grounded, solid advice to anyone listening to have a think about. So that brings us to the end of the episode. And I just want to say thank you so much for your time. I know obviously with the time difference, it's a bit challenging, obviously two girls, a household to run, a new business venture to set up, your husband's business venture to support. It's my absolute pleasure. I feel like I'm just like, such a basic girl and I'm like what advice can I give you know but that's like a limiting belief it's like I can um literally change the world dull so that's it you've changed your own world and that's why you can really be a person of inspiration for others and that's why I'm inspired by you because you're not someone that's just like you know just go to the gym and everything will be fine you know like you really embody show up for yourself every single day first and foremost and then from that place you get to be a better wife a better mum a better friend a better sister so yeah I just really want to say thank you for being that for me in my life and I feel like I'm really inspired by who you are sister sister I think I'm inspired by you Joel you are like making big moves over there in New Zealand oh doll doll. Hayley thank you so much for this podcast if people want to get in touch with you how can they do it oh my goodness um so unprepared for this um Instagram insert right now (laughs) um I am on Instagram um I honestly do not know my handle do you have show notes oh that sounds really like I should. I do have show notes. We'll put the um contact details in the show notes. Well, it sounds like you listen to podcasts. I, I'm a podcast whore, yes. Okay, just final, final f- question then. Okay. Top three favourite podcasts, shout out. Oh, uh, I'm honestly too embarrassed to say um, I just listen to nonsense podcasts, like just a bit of rubbish. So, just say it. Just say it. I definitely am um, somewhat embarrassed to admit that I do listen to uh, Lucy and Nikki, Happy Hour. Um, that is probably my go-to, to be honest. Um, and I have been listening to Girls Gotta Eat. Um, that's an American one. Um I really like that as well. Or I like to listen to, um, oh, this is a good one, Georgie Stevenson. I've, she is, uh, what's it called? Rise and Conquer podcast. That is actually a really, that should have been my first one. I should have bloody led with that. Um, that is a really good one. Lots about um, limiting beliefs, um, you know, meditation, um, lifestyle. Yeah, that is a really good one. I definitely recommend her. Mm, love. Okay, well, thank you everyone for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
Well, that's it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in and thanks to our special guest. This is your chance to take a moment for yourself and really reflect on what's landed for you over this episode. Yep, right now. Pull over in the car, stop working, take a minute and write it down and turn that into one actionable goal so that you can integrate and apply what's come to light in this episode into your life. If you're picking up what we're putting down, please take a moment to rate and review this podcast. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button to be the first to hear when the next squeeze of Audible Juice is live in a new app. If you have a topic you'd like to hear more about, please slide into my DMs on Instagram. See you next time. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition.